Two moms, two marketers, two women new to the financial industry. They have a lot of questions. That's why they're bringing in financial experts to educate all of us here on A Penny or Two for Your Thoughts. Hey, everyone. It's Chantal and Liz with another episode of A Penny or Two for Your Thoughts. Ooh, that was boom. In your face, drop mic, leave room. I know. Episode ready to go ready to go i was like episode over and i was like no because all you did was say a sentence we can't you can't stop the episode at that point oh yeah all right here we are here we are the end of the year 2023 is almost over we're like what three weeks away from it being over i i feel like we were just here in january going oh my gosh we're starting the year so exciting and now it's what what happened got older (laughs) that's what happened (laughs) I don't want to talk about that right now. Okay. So I was thinking about this in the car today um, on the way here. What is a holiday tradition that oh. you have? Do you have, have you, you have a little, mm-hmm. you know, so you're starting to make those traditions, you know, every year and, and she's, you know, oh, such an amazing age, three years old when they're. I know. She's fun. Holidays. So. Well, this is like really the first year she's really grasped the idea of Santa. Oh, yes. So she's starting to grasp that and understand that Santa comes and brings presents. And so she's really excited about that. However, in her little three-year-old mind, time, (laughs) she doesn't understand time. (laughs) So like literally two nights ago, she goes, looks at her dad and I and goes, um, when is Santa bringing me my trampoline? (laughs) Like number one, we need to wait like a few weeks. Number two, I appreciate that you are feeling very strongly about the fact that Santa is bringing you a trampoline. I will inform our listeners. Yes, Santa is bringing her trampoline. (laughs) Oh, good. Thank you. But like, she is just like, is it coming tomorrow? Like she's is, once is it here? Is it today? It's like, well, no, you have to wait till Christmas. She's like, uh, she doesn't understand that time, like time for her is just. Right. So it's, I don't know. Yeah. I love that. As far as traditions go, um, we wake up Christmas morning and we make breakfast together as a family. So nice. we have like a this awesome waffle recipe. I'm for listeners that don't know, which most listeners do know because it's most of our friends and family. <laughs> but like I'm kind of a health nut, so um, we make these waffles that are made with like applesauce and. Uh, maple syrup and like it's just goodness in a waffle. Okay, mix. you cannot drop that on this podcast. You're gonna have to put the recipe on here. Okay, I <laughs> yes, I <laughs> listeners, I will get the recipe out. Yeah, you're gonna want the, it, everyone. They're amazing sure. waffles and they're so good and they're very filling. Um, but yeah, so we as a family, we've started that tradition and she's always been able to kind of help. Mm-hmm. Like even last year, she you know attempted to crack the eggs or whatever. But. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So yeah, that's our tradition. We just kind of wake up and do waffles in the morning. How about you? Well, I was I was thinking about this because the one tradition that stands out is one one year. My okay, so my boys are twenty one and sixteen. So the Santa thing the is come and long. gone. But yeah. when they were uh, littles, um, one particular Santa <laughs> uh, told my boys, "Listen, boys." Uh, we don't, I don't, I don't need cookies. My reindeer do not need carrots. I need a ham sandwich and I need a glass of beer. Oh, that's all right. what the Santa laid down for us. And so every year we have to do this still to this day, my kids are like ham sandwich, beer. And so 
we would get to this point where we would come home from our holiday party at our family and then we would pour the beer and my husband, I'm like, Chad, you got to drink this beer. He goes, I just had four bottles of wine at your parents' house. I cannot <laughs> drink one more glass of beer. <laughs> so I was thinking about that and giggling today. So thinking I have to get ham, make sure we have a ham in the house for Jeez. the sandwiches. and all the Who things, ate the so. ham sandwich? Um, he would take a bite of that and then he would throw the rest away and like leave crumbs and things because it was just not happening. He goes, right. there is no way this is happening. Like you have no room for that after Mm-mm. you just probably consumed. No. Yeah. Yeah. So those are, those are our special thoughts. So shout out to that special Santa that, uh, put that into our, I love our that. Tradition. At least it was that and not like some weird, I know it could have been like worse. spam, like <laughs> I want spam. Yes. And up. Arbor Mist <laughs> berry wine. Hey, let's not knock it. I'm not going to knock it, on. but come on. We're like a wine. Remember wine coolers? Oh, we were just talking about that. We I talking haven't about, even seen we Yeah, we about? were. Oh, clearly Canadian. Yes. Oh, God. See, oh. that's how our, um, this is how our podcast goes. We just go back and forth. So yeah, our poor guest I'm is gonna, sitting here just, yes. He's like, I, like, I can't keep I got up things with you to two. do ladies. <laughs> I'm important. All I right. gotta go. Yes. Who, who our, do we have today? I'm well, you so know excited. what? Our guest today has been in the financial industry for over 16 years. He is a certified financial planner professional with Gustafson Wealth Consultants of Raymond James and partners with his amazing cousin. We got to give a shout out, Steve Gustafson. Shout out, Steve. Shout out, Steve. (laughs) Hopefully we'll get him on here one of these days. That's right. Um, Our special guest is joining us today to help answer our questions on how to prepare for our financial future with the new year just around the corner. So please welcome to the show, Eric Gustafson. Thank you, ladies. Hey, hey. Good to be here. Thanks for being here. It's going to be so fun. Okay, yeah. so you have to answer the question too. What's like one tradition yeah. that you have? Because you've got kiddos too. Ooh, ooh, we we have many. My wife likes to start new traditions each and every year, but um, <laughs> some have stuck, some haven't. Um, we we definitely stick with the the ham meal on Christmas uh-huh. and getting together with family, um, going to Christmas parties, going to church, yeah. going to going to the plays doing doing all that all but things. um yeah all the things the christmas season and holiday parties are all just kicking off there's there's quite a few coming up yeah 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 do you yep. guys do the matching pajamas that wasn't a thing oh yeah we do so oh, you that's do. okay that's another tradition yeah. yeah we do matching pajamas yeah we, we've never done that no not yet the one the one the one tr- i don't know if you call it a tradition that has taken off in popularity that i am not I'm not a fan. I have no this problem saying I'm not a fan. I can't wait I know. to hear you, this. You can tell. There's there's not a lot of things that bother me, but this elf obsession. Oh. The elf uh. on a shelf. <laughs> and I held off for so long. And Oh, is it in your then house? somebody gave us one. Oh. Mm-mm. And then another one showed up. And then now mm. my kids are asking where it is. And I believe my, my oldest knows, like, it, the elf doesn't move. But uh, the elf does move. Yes. And, um yeah, so it's oh, that's a special time. Yes, oh, yes. I don't know where this elf came from. Stay far, either. far away from I that. I see it in the aisles at Target, and like I try to like move the cart yeah. strategically do not, do around. Do not do it. Do, yeah, do look not. away from it. Yeah, you look away. No do not do it. No, and my husband joked because we were at uh, I think we were at Walmart the other day, and they had Snoop on a stoop. <laughs> and I did kind of laugh because there, I was there like, are some funny ones. I feel some that like I probably shouldn't say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a whole different podcast. Yes. We'll invite I you to that. Feel like that one would be really funny yes. to have in the house. Yep. Yes. But 
since especially because so she likes the Snoop. As Snoop Dogg put out like a whole kids album. Oh, Have you yes. heard of that? I haven't. Okay. So he's done a whole kids album with like kids songs. It's actually really good and cracks my husband and I up because, you know, we know the note. We know Snoop Dogg is Snoop Dogg. So to hear him sing a kid's song and give them affirmations or cleanup song, that's Augie's favorite. It's hilarious. Like as a parent, I'm sitting back laughing because I'm like, this is. That would be good. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, yes. it's doggy land. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Shocking. Okay. I know that it has dog in it. But, but uh, we should probably jump into why our <laughs> listeners actually want to hear in. about this yeah. checklist. So we we started thinking about how we wanted to end the year and our last episode of the year and you know how do we prepare you know for the coming year i mean you're all we're always like diets and i'm going to take better care of resolutions and do we all look at our financials and do we all look at our investments and all the things at the end of the year and and prepare ourselves for the the new year and i i thought it was just really intriguing and something that we should dive into and so we we know that you have a checklist for us. We don't I have do. like prepared questions. So we're really excited for this episode because we're just going to really listen, really Love listen. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Frightening. And just throwing questions as they go, right? right? So talk us through what an end of the year financial checklist could look like for our listeners. Yeah. So our team, we, we have a checklist that we show to clients and um, it's quite comprehensive. So I don't know if we're going to get through everything yeah. here, but mm-hmm. um I mean, I guess I'll just kind of dig in. It's have 15 items on there. Yeah. Might have a couple bonus bonus okay. items uh, right. later, but uh, really starting off in many of this, I would recommend individuals, clients, everyone start maybe towards the end of October, not yeah. not December mm-hmm. 25th or yes. anything <laughs> like that. So so getting on it early is key. But number one, I would say check in with your financial advisor. If you have one, go talk to them. Um, things change, um, markets change, everything like that. So right. they can they can just kind of hopefully they're on top of what's going on in your world and, and the financial market. So talking with them. But uh, number two, um, some are very familiar with and others are not as familiar um, with flex spending accounts. If you've ever had one, um, they they can be wonderful, but they can also be a nightmare if you don't spend the entire mm-hmm. balance by the end of the year. You've lost that money. Yeah. So find ways to spend it if you haven't before the end of the year. Um, number three would be if you're if you're able to and you're looking for all the deductions you can, finding ways to maximize your deductible contributions. And this can be everything from employer-sponsored 401ks to traditional IRAs to health savings accounts um, to education savings accounts called 529s yeah. um, in Nebraska it's called nest mm-hmm. um, we've we've had our uh, human resources team uh, on on an episode and that is really people that you need to go to like talk to your human resources you know don't yep. Don't wait till the end of the year, you know, again, mm-hmm. asking those individuals that are really the subject matter experts, right? right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I'll, I'll sneak in one of the the bonus items on there. It's just making sure you've completed your open enrollment. So yeah. doing that, it, it's shocking how many people forget or wait till the last day yeah. and put that in. But there's a lot of really important financial benefits that they put together packages for their employees. Absolutely. Yep. So yeah, all of that. But um, in addition to the maximizing deductible contributions, something that 
is a foreign language to some and great for others is tax loss harvesting. So Ooh. if available. Oh, new words. Yeah. All right. So Tell fancy. us all about it. Yes. Yeah. It's a, I mean, I'm not, I'll start off with saying I'm not a CPA. I'm not an accountant, yep. but um, do understand that area well. And it, it's not applicable to your retirement accounts, anything that is kind of tax sheltered, um, but anything that's a joint account, an individual account, a trust account, many of those, um, if you have losses, uh, I mean, you're going to want to have this conversation with a financial advisor mm-hmm. or um, if you understand this, doing doing this mindfully, but um, just it's an opportunity to sell a position um, and either some replace with a, a similar company, some take that as an opportunity to completely get out of that stock mm-hmm. fund, whatever um, that is, yeah. anything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And um, you you can get back in after 31 days and, and have the position, then you can kind of use that right off against your taxes. Yeah. So if you have income, it cancels it out and you pay less taxes. Very so, good. Yeah. <laughs> saves you money. One of the things that you had said earlier is, you know, talking to a financial planner. So obviously you, and I think I jumped in way too fast into our podcast because I was so excited. Like we didn't even talk about how you even started in this role. Like where I have two questions. want to know all the things from that perspective, why this, this, you know, attracted you to this, this industry. And two, is there a certain time in your life that you should be getting a financial planner? Okay. Involved in two things. parts. I know, right? Make sure I so, get to the second part. All right. I will. I'll remind <laughs> yeah. you. Um, so my story, if you will, I, I'm one of those that I knew I wanted to be a financial planner, financial advisor since I was preteen, uh, 11, 12 years old. Wow. Um, it really came from watching my, my dad. He was a great dad, but he did not really understand how money worked, didn't understand how to grow investments, didn't understand the tax side of things. Mm -hmm. And I really took from that. I need to learn as much as I can and just get money working for me and doing that. And actually purchased my first stock when I was 12 and the financial advisor I purchased that through just so happens to be my cousin and business partner, Steve. Oh my gosh. My goodness. And and yeah, I want to say... He, I think he remembers this. I, I We haven't talked about it in years, but I want to say started off with investing $200 or $250 and it grew to $350 or $400. And I thought that was the right. greatest thing ever. I did not do a single thing. I was making money when you're a little kid. You right. just, yeah, that's it's fantastic. And so just started tinkering around with interest rates and playing with, around with all of that. And so that's kind of where that's come from um, on the flip side, uh, as time has progressed, unfortunately, um, my parents have both passed at an earlier age and all grandparents. So I've kind of had a fast track to estate planning education. Right. And so that's a big passion of mine. And um, yeah, I went to school as a business finance major and, and just Good for you. stuck on the, on the path to here. In my head, I've I've only had the opportunity to meet Steve once. Yeah. During this time, it was so impactful. And I just see you at like a family dinner or something Mm -hmm. going, hey, I'm a 12-year-old. What are you going to do? And he's like selling you stock. I just, I can totally see him (laughs) doing this. And it's fantastic. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I didn't live here back then. So Mm -hmm. I was, I was out in Southern California, but yep. Steve's always been more like an older brother um, to me. And so we, we have a really good back and forth and 
trust each other. It's key in a partnership. So good. And, right. Yep. Right. Uh, your second part of the question, yeah. when is the best time to meet with a financial yeah. advisor, time of life, anything like that? I would say, I mean, the sooner the better. Obviously, you don't want to be a child. Um, I would say <laughs> post high school. Um, <laughs> but uh, as you're as you're starting to build your wealth, the the key early investor, early even even if you're an older starting to mm-hmm. invest, is just start yes. and yeah. start Great building advice. that habit, even if it's a small amount, and getting that going. And once you start building that up then start seeking out more and more advice because it gets more and more complicated the bigger the dollars get. And do you see this even outside of like the typical 401k investing, like invest even more outside of that? Uh, Yes, if if they're financially able to. I mean, a lot of times we all go through the different phases of life of Mm -hmm. trying to to build up a paycheck to uh, finally having a paycheck and then taking on all the debt and doing all that. And I'm just trying to live. Yes, trying to live. And then finally, your highest earning years of life right before you retire. And then you're trying to hold on to what you have and make it work for you. Yeah. So just making it through all those phases. Hmm. Yeah. That's what I got. All right. I love it. So back to the checklist. Okay. So I think we were on the fourth item on my my list. And that is, uh, of course, check in with your accountant. Um, If there's any extra tax deductions to consider as well as if you have any gifting or charitable giving to do. Um, so this goes to another level if you happen to own a business, but I'll say the average person that doesn't own a business, right. just checking in is a, is a good thing. You don't even have to be a multimillionaire checking in because, I mean, saving yourself a couple thousand dollars can can yeah. be a big, yeah. big deal. Absolutely. Yep. yep. And let's see. Um, number five, reviewing your retirement progress. And just this is part of that conversation with financial advisor, or if you're going it alone, doing trying to do things yourself, um, it, you may want to consider rebalancing your portfolio. Um, markets change, yeah. economies change. We've all seen lots of changes in the economy over yeah. recent times. Yeah, and we always mention on the the podcast, it's never too early for that either. It's to mm-hmm. think about your right. retirement, right. right? I mean, yep. it's so difficult when you're 20 some years old. I'm trying to get that through my kid's head right now. It's I know it's hard at 21 to think about retirement, but it truly is so important to kind of just prepare yourself. You just, you never know what's, what's ahead. So, and just kind of getting arms wrapped around what it all means. It's very true. There, yeah. There's some really powerful examples out there that can show young individuals if they start early, even at a modest amount, how much that can grow with compounding. Yep. And some people that catches their fancy, Mm -hmm. others, it does nothing for them and they play catch up later in life. Yeah. Yep. um, I can shoot, certainly shoot you some stuff for your kids if you want. Yeah. I mean, $50 a month, right. You know, it doesn't have to be much. It adds up. It does. Just have it in your checking account. So it actually transfers over. Mm. Yep. I mean, you know. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was probably my my the best advice my dad gave me when I graduated college. He says the one thing I want you to do when you get that first job, I want you to go in when you get all the benefits and mm-hmm. everything. I want you to move money to that retirement plan, yep. whatever that looks like. If that's ten dollars, if that's twenty dollars, whatever you can yeah. do. He's like, and then every year work your way to get yourself to match. He's like, because as soon as you're you're to that employer match if they offer that. Yeah. He's like, then you're you're doing good. So yes. that was like the best advice. Yep. That is great advice. Yep. Give up some fast food. Yeah. Yep. To- He's like, you don't need 
Starbucks every morning. (laughs) And and I would tell anyone this, whether it's through their 401k or 401k retirement plan plus IRA, those that, especially with younger investors, I hear of their aspirations to be multi, multi millionaires Mm -hmm. and they get rich quick and all of that. The vast majority of people with true wealth, they're saving a minimum of 10%. That's that's the minimum. So mm-hmm. the conversations I have with individuals saying, well, my employer only matches three. I'm just going to do three. I mean, it, it's helpful. It sure is. Yeah, it yes. absolutely is. And I'm not, not knocking that by any means. But if someone wants to be truly comfortable and possibly retire on their schedule of what they have yeah, in mind right? of, of stopping to work, try and get to that 10, 11, 12%. Yes, right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Because you got to make you, you might have to make some sacrifices now, right? If you want that it's reward true. later down the road, absolutely. It's true. Great yep. advice. It's true. All right, back to the checklist. Um, item six is is really reviewing debt and pay down debt. So um, there's there's some that are debt adverse and they never take on debt, never pick up credit cards, never do loans, and this is not an item for them. And others, this is their entire life. They are picking up debt everywhere they go and just um, have to steadily work on spending and budgeting and all that. But just review your debts, prioritizing Mm -hmm. typically the the highest interest rates first. Right. Um, I have some investors that maybe that's not even the best plan for everyone of going, even if it makes the most financial sense, going for some of the smaller balances and Mm -hmm. just feeling that reward of knocking off the smallest Mm -hmm. debt. Yep just keeping that motivation of getting the debt down. Yep. yep. A little at a time. Yep. yep. It, it feels sometimes like you have just overwhelming and it just, it's never going to go away. Right. And, and that's what we talk about at the credit union, you know, just coming in and talking to us. I mean, we will sit down and figure that, I mean, whether it's debt consolidation or just whatever that mm-hmm. looks like to kind of just ask the question, Yep. you know, and I think that's what we talk about so much is it's almost that, I'm embarrassed to ask. I'm, I've got myself into this situation. And that's that's what we're all here for. When you're in the financial industry, you're yep. here to help out. So, yep. right. Exactly. Yeah. Ask the questions. Raise yep. the hands. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. All those good questions. Yeah. But um, item number seven, um, it really goes hand in hand with what we've already been talking about, but making adjustments to your budget. So based on if there's any major life changes um, or if you... After looking at your debt, find that you're overspending. Make some make some changes. Uh, cut some stuff out. Or if you've found that you've had a cut in pay or dramatic increase in pay, you can make those adjustments. And it doesn't always need to go to what can you find to spend the money on. It can be where can you save or invest in yourself, mm-hmm, right? put money away for for later. Absolutely. Yep. Um, Number eight, for, for those I know in the past, you've had some estate planners yes. on here, mm-hmm. um, update estate planning documents, um, especially if there's been any major life or well-known legal changes that have happened in the past year. Um, if you've just recently had it done, it, it, some attorneys may disagree with this, but uh, I don't know that for the average person, if you just have wills and durable powers of attorney, it needs to be updated every single year. But um get into more complex legal documents, trusts, corporate agreements, anything like that. Um, It's best to to check on it. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yep. 
Um, looking after that, item number nine, uh, evaluating your emergency fund or liquid resources. Oftentimes when I'm meeting with new clients, this is one of the first places I start. They, yeah. they want to talk about, let's get money going. How can we make money or how can we protect money? And say, let's, let's start with the base, the base mm-hmm. level, the emergency fund. We don't want you to need to steal from your current investment portfolio. If you come on hard times, make sure you've got an appropriate level of savings uh, to handle disasters. They always come yep. usually when yep. you don't expect them. Yep. 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 And if you have a family, it's maybe not you, it's maybe others causing those disasters. Right. So, right. Yep. <laughs> so, I feel like uh, um, the disaster that's in my house right now is my office that has all of the Amazon boxes. That oh my gosh. Leads back up to the overspending right. yes. um, mm-hmm. number seven. When he was oh, talking yeah. about that, I literally was like, my husband's probably thinking, oh, I know. Amazon, Amazon <laughs> literally came home to six boxes on the front porch the other day. They weren't all mine. <gasps> they were not all mine. Yeah, that's a big one. Yes. Value. I'm amazed we all don't know our Amazon delivery I know. drivers. Yes. Because they are at so many houses daily. Uh-huh. Especially like right now. So it, when Prime Day happens and then you have yes. Black Friday and Cyber Monday and all that, those. Yeah. Yeah. In our, in our house. Embarrassing. I think you both have uh, a few kids. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And for us, it's Costco. Costco oh, just yes, that's another they, one. They take a large portion of <laughs> our income. They do as well. I feel like when you walk it like Costco is like Disney. When you yeah. walk in, uh-huh. you're super excited, everybody smiles, and then you walk out and everybody hates each other. That's yes. how Disney is when you fly and in and fly out of Disney, right? You just killed a tree yes. with the length of the receipt that you're carrying out. Yeah. Yes. But they put a orange mark down it yeah. to make you feel yeah. like you've got but if yeah. I boggy with me, they put a smiley face on it, so that's all good. <laughs> oh, yeah. overspending. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Got right. We're okay. There. So making right. adjustments. <laughs> if you can stomach it, um, I'd recommend everyone pull up those statements. If you have the Costco credit card of yes. what you spend for the whole year, or an Amazon card, Ooh. it can be uh, a little jarring. But Ooh, uh, reality check that some need. All right. Oh, maybe yeah. I, I feel. Need. I feel like that might be a, yeah a, something we should do. Like, yes, I it, think that's what I a little. That's a great piece of advice. Yes. I think I'm going to do that. Yes. It, it might frighten you. <laughs> yes. I, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's going to, and then I'm going to be very mad at myself. Yes. Like it's going to be one of those. <laughs> yep. Challenge for, yep. for the end of the year. Yep. Very good. I love okay. it. I like there it. You go. Okay. All right. Moving on. Item 10, we're, we're most of the way through this checklist, um, would be plan for adjustments. Um, there's steadily updating contribution limits. And uh, for those in their retirement years, or if they've inherited a retirement account, there might be possible required distributions. Those get updated each year. And so taking care of all those as changes come, I mean, some are aware, but I mean, even over the past couple of years, I, I remember on a simple level of an IRA, the contribution limit for somebody under 50 was $6,000 back in 2022. Mm-hmm. Then this year it's 6,500. Next year, it's $7,000. And again, wow. these are maximum yeah. contributions. Right. Yep. And these are all indexed to inflation, which we right. all know there's yep. quite a bit of that going yes. on. And so that's why those limits are going up. But just uh, making sure to account for that. If you haven't checked in and you're yeah. still contributing only 6000 and you're trying to max it out, you need to Very check good. in. Yep. Yep. Let's see. Um, number 11, uh, for all those insurance agents out there in different fields, they're going to love this, but, uh, review your insurance coverage. Um, it's adequate. It really is important. Yeah. yeah. Um, some, yep. some like to over-insure their life, some would say, <laughs> and others 
hate insurance mm-hmm. and don't want anything to do with it. Yeah. Um, it can be a very valuable piece of your overall financial picture. And really, even those with high net worths, it's it's very important at protecting yourself. Right. I mean, you can right. imagine if any one of us didn't have health insurance right. and you, you had a disaster diagnosis mm-hmm. that cost half a million dollars, yes. a million dollars for treatment. Right. That would put a big damper in right. anyone's life. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Let's see. Um, item 12. Uh, this this one seems so straightforward, um, but it's often forgotten, is just reviewing account titling and the beneficiaries that they're mm-hmm. current. Um, life changes, people have more kids, or yeah. they have beneficiaries that get older or pass away, and just making sure that's current. Um, I would say the worst scenarios that I've, I've seen or heard of is uh, especially those that unfortunately find themselves getting divorced and they have a, if they are not in a, a friendly relationship, right. having, having the ex as the primary beneficiary. So checking on all of right. these things right. is really important. Yep. Item 13, check that your estate planning folder or many of these days have a digital file is current um, with all your accounts. So maybe you picked up a new account, a new insurance, new checking account, anything like that, just making sure all that's there because you may have track of all this in your mind, but your spouse may not or your family may not if if you are um, living alone. And so, but a big part, I also add to that, and I've learned this, like I said, from family members passing Mm -hmm. is really also updating key passwords. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you are keeping some of this stuff in a safe or a safe place, um, you don't need to this day and age. There's so many passwords. I mean, all of us have at least, I would okay. say a hundred passwords. If you're using any form of digital, yes. anything, every place you've ever shopped, yep, everything. But the, the three key passwords I would say to have is for person's phone. If they have a smartphone, mm-hmm. yep. um, for their computer, um, if it's locked so they can get on there. And then the last one is for their primary email because you can reset passwords. Say yes. somebody passes away, you can you can get into all of it from that. Because yeah. most people are not great at staying on top of remembering or storing all of their passwords. But right. think of if either yeah. of your husband's yeah. passed away, how would you get into anything? Right. You mm, don't know, right. All, know all their passwords. There's no way. No, no, no not yeah. at all. And that is, it is scary because, you know, I remember when we got married, it was like, you're going to handle this and you're going to handle this, you Mm -hmm. know, divide and conquer kind of thing. But yeah, if, and I handle the bills Mm -hmm. and if something happens, yeah, he's. So jot down those three. Yeah. I was just saying, I was like, I better share. Yes, I will. Yeah. So reminder again, Yep. smartphone, Mm -hmm. computer, computer, and primary email and primary email. Yep. Done. So good. Yeah. For all those, uh security folks out there. I mean, put in a very secure place. Don't yes. put it right on top right. of your desk or no something. Post-it, but, no, no, yep, no, not on the fridge. That with the magnet. Okay. Yep. None of Got that. It. None of that. But, um, having it for the person that you trust with telling all about your financial yes. matters. Right. Absolutely. Great yep. advice. Mom's logging into your email again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. I don't want to do that because she, my husband feeds her drinks at Christmas. And so, um, that could just be, <laughs> this is going to be a whole nother podcast. Oh, be a whole wow. nother podcast. So oh, wow. Thankfully my mom doesn't listen to podcasts, so I can talk about her. 
There you go. Yeah. Uh, last couple items here is is have a conversation uh, with your spouse, um, children. Usually it's adult children or a family member. If you're living alone, hopefully you have some family or, or a close friend, somebody yeah. that you trust. Um, if you feel up to it, talk about your plans or goals, even financial goals for the coming year. And um, if you don't quite feel safe enough having some of those conversations, I would say at least tell them the location of where your estate planning folder is or yeah, that right. digital file yep. so that something happens to you and that's the person that's going to yeah. take care of your matters. They know where to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a fun conversation. It's Nobody, not. everybody puts it off, puts mm-hmm. it off. And then sometimes then it's too late. Right. And mm-hmm. so it, having that pre-conversation, just like this is, it is what it is. I mean, it all, we know what's going to happen eventually. Right. It's yep. just sitting down. It's just another business type thing you have to do. Right. As, as adults. It's, we have to look at it as we're setting up the people around us right. for success because, you know, we're gone. So yeah. we, I mean, the truth of the matter is we're, we're not going to be here to care right. about it. So we need to set them up for success. And so having that conversation, making sure that they have what they need to continue to do the things that they need to do. Like you said, you take care of all the bills. I take care of quite a few of the bills at mm-hmm. our house too. So it's a matter of setting Chris up so that he's not fumbling. Right. Or trying to adding more stress, adding more stress, emotional situation. And I can't trust my three-year-old with it. So (laughs) she would put it up (laughs) on the fridge. Yeah. 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 And I will say just from being in wealth management for the past 15, 16 years, talking with families, talking with individuals, especially for parents, if they haven't at a somewhat earlier age started talking about money with their children, Mm they would rather do anything else other than talk about or release what they have to their kids. Sometimes they're embarrassed or sometimes they don't, they're afraid children will just start mooching off of them if they know how much they have. And um, over time and time again, I have heard so many families like breathe that sigh of relief once they've had the conversation and Usually the kids understand. And I mean, it's really just laying it out there. Hey, yeah. but, uh, mm-hmm. just say we, we've gotten to this point by saving or yeah. we've gotten to this point by not saving enough. Mm-hmm. And, and just so kids know if they're going to be financially supporting their parents or if they may have a windfall. Right. Um, the unfortunate side of, I've seen a couple, couple cases of just where even adults have, have heard that and they know their much older mother or father has a very sizable sum and that is what they're banking on. That is not a great plan. Right. Uh, no, that's things, not an emergency right. savings. No, things, not a savings things, plan at all. No, things can change. <laughs> yeah. So never, oh, never, drastically. never go with that. But yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. It's a, it's a good, good, hard conversation yep. to have for a minute. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And hopefully we're not going too long here, but uh, the last main one on, on our checklist is, is often forgotten just uh, requesting a free copy of your credit report. I mean, many of us yeah. have credit tracking um, services for free, different credit cards offer them for free, but just getting a copy because it can really impact your world and your life. And you can find out if your identity has been stolen or any of that stuff from that report. And there's three different bureaus and you can request them every year. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So such yeah. great advice. Yeah. yeah. There you go. There's, there's this information. I, honestly, it was 
extremely helpful for us today. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not always the, the most fun conversation, but I think it's very valuable and it's something to just check in at the end of the year. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. 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 So one of the things we didn't ask you to do, prepare for us now that I'm thinking about I know. this. Uh-oh. I just realized that too. Yeah. Uh-oh. So we always end our episode with uh, asking our guests, what would be the one thing that you would leave with our listeners today? So a, a penny or two for your thoughts. So, Ooh. you know, just to kind of wrap up the segment. Oh, wow. Things to remember just to take away. Yeah. I would say the most basic but most valuable kind of financial advice that I think individuals of all ages could really take something away from um, is start saving as soon as you can. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how small the amount is, um, just get building that habit. And the second part is living within your means. Very good. You can do that. I don't, I don't, care how low your income is or how high your income is. And there's people that make a lot of money and spend way more than they make. And there's people that make very little money and spend a fraction of what they make. Mm -hmm. And it's remarkable, but just the simple principle of living within your means and saving, you can, you can thrive financially. You can be charitable. You can give back and, and just benefit so many others and just have that mental peace of mind, um, to not, have this weigh you down day in and day out. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So good. That's yeah. such good advice. Yes. Thank yeah. you. You know, I feel like I learned I know. a lot. Oh, like I really, goodness. like I so want to go back good. and re-listen to this yeah. episode, which is not very often that I do that. Like I want right. that because I don't like listening to myself, <laughs> but I'm like, this is so good. So I'm, good. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to make my husband listen to it too. Yeah. I, I don't know if there's a way I can even send you the checklist or they can reach out what put contact Absolutely. info or anything like that if somebody wants it so very good yeah thank you thank you so much eric thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to sit down and help provide our listeners with this great checklist really to start off 2024 on the right foot i know we're getting to it to a little late you recommend doing this in october but it's never too late to start right, right. yeah um i think our listeners will find this episode extremely beneficial i know i have just sitting here mm-hmm. and listening and having the conversation For our listeners out there, if you have any financial topics you want to learn more about, you can email us at apennyforyourthoughts at centrusfcu.org and we'll track down the right expert to come onto the show. And as always, if you don't want to miss an episode, which we know you don't because we're really good at this, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and help other listeners find us by rating, reviewing, and sharing the latest episode. You can also follow Centris on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, X, Uh. Elon, I don't know what it is this week, (laughs) and LinkedIn. Or you can check out our website at centrusfcu.org where we have a great blog full of wonderful information. Or if you just really want to chat with one of our amazing experts to help you get started on any sort of financial checklist for you, just give us a call at 402-334-7000. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, thanks for listening. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Centris, for uh, bringing this information out to everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. Anytime. Absolutely. You can come back anytime. Yep. Anytime. Steve has a really high bar yeah. to, to reach now. Very so, high bar. Yes. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Eric. Ahura Media Production.